Warning the following program contains world premier certified ball players and credible interviews. Latest hottest content material may not be suitable for people with the following medical condition original phobia. Acute player hater disorder. No jumper. No handles. Allergic to playing defense. If you suffer from any of these conditions, contact your coaching staff. Welcome to License to Ball podcast where certified ballers play, and now here's your host, Hip Hop. Welcome, License Ball, episode 13. Well, as we're getting it in, more and more episodes. Appreciate you listening, downloading, and subscribing and sharing. Really appreciate that. I'm hip hop. And we're going to be covering the all tournament team from Hawks, Naismith, Holiday Classic. Going to do all tournament team. I'm going to do my five players. And Alfonso, going to do his five players when he come on the show. Do our all tournament team. Going to do a preview of the Lemon Street Classic. And the Pace Academy Tournament. We also have a piece for Scoop Henderson. Galvin Kale signed a multi-million dollar contract playing out West and the G League. Our players in G League doing some big things, man. They really doing some big things. Big time. We've been going, we have been going wild fast, y'all. Jam pack with all these tournaments, can't keep over anything, trying to keep this content and everything out, all this stuff out. And we're going to go into that Scoop Henderson piece. Nice little piece. I'm going to get that in and so y'all can check that out. We're going to go and roll that clip so y'all can hear that. This is the Hard Hoops News Report presented by Trees. This year's NBA G League Ignite team may not have a Jalen Green or a Jonathan Kaminga, but what they do have this season is, in my opinion, even better. Guys like ESPN Top 100 second best player of the high school graduating class of 2021 and Jaden Hardy is on the team. Marjan Beauchamp, an athletic wing who's surging up draft boards, Michael Foster, Fambo Zhang, Dyson Daniels, and the best player on the team as of this moment, by a pretty significant margin, that's been Scoot Henderson, who is currently projected to be the number two pick of the 2023 NBA draft, which you may find weird. He's playing professionally, why won't he be in the 2022 NBA draft next year? Well, this is kind of what makes Scoot Henderson so special, and it's several things. 
Starting with the one thing that pops out before you even watch him play, and this is what I was just alluding to, he's just 17 years old, playing professionally for Team Ignite, which unbelievably makes him the youngest professional basketball player in American history, or at least that's believed to be the truth, and he signed a contract with Ignite worth $1 million. Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics has referred to Henderson as the best 17-year-old that he has ever seen. Scoot's high school coach compared his play style to that of a young Derrick Rose. His trainer named Chuck Person, a former sharpshooting 20-point-per-game scorer in the NBA, labeled him a generational player. Scoot keeps contact with NBA stars like Shaquille O'Neal and Russell Westbrook. The guy earns nothing but praise from the league's best. Only problem is, given his age, we won't actually see Scoot Henderson lace up for an NBA team until the year 2023. He won't be eligible for the 2022 NBA draft as he'll be 18 then, but the support for Henderson has been growing to such an extent that people are calling on the NBA to change the NBA draft age restriction rules due to players exactly like Scoot Henderson. He might even be the poster boy for the push as of this moment. And with the way that he's been playing, the NBA has a lot of considering to do. Now you've been introduced well enough to Scoot Henderson. I forgot to mention by the way, his real name is Sterling Henderson and he refers to himself as Scooter Henderson. That may have been important, but I think what's more important is what kind of a player Scoot Henderson is on the court. And to be honest, that's the most exciting part of it all. This season with Team Ignite, Scoot Henderson is leading the charge on the Ignite squad, averaging 22 points per game, 7.5 rebounds, 5 assists per game, making a very efficient portion of his shot attempts given the position he plays and the way he likes to score. Scoot used a variety of moves to get to his spots on the court. While the jumper is still developing, especially from beyond the three-point arc, Scoot has shown us that he's a very capable mid-range pull-up shooter, and that's kind of as far as his off-the-dribble creation goes. He's very skilled in finding a way to the cup off the dribble. He can slither through the defense and find crafty ways to get his shots to fall once he's actually at the basket. Essentially, he's a really good shot creator without a reliable three ball yet. Think kind of like John Morant. In fact, that's a great comparison overall, but we'll dive a foot deeper into that a little bit later. Of course, the athleticism and tangible features that scouts love to harp about, it all checks every single box imaginable. There's not much word about his vertical, but you gotta imagine it's 40 inches at the absolute minimum, and it's not like a wide open, go grab the highest mark on a vertical test, 40 plus inches. It's explosive. Scoot can get off two feet, one foot, no running star off of just two steps. There's no limits to his athleticism, and it's unbelievable to watch unfold. Not to mention, his six foot nine wingspan checks the very last box a scout could ever conceive. And with all of that athleticism, lateral speed, and length combined, you gotta imagine the defense will begin to improve eventually. It's been a small question early on into his career. I don't think it's anything to do with the instincts as much as it has to do with the hustle and energy due to the load that he carries on offense. We'll have to wait to see how that progresses. It's been good in the G League. That's a nice piece on trees. Trees do a good job. My man trees, he do a good job on that stuff, man. He really do. I like his work. He do good stuff. 
Sorry about that volume, man. That's real loud coming in. Man, that's loud. I don't know what's loud in your ears, but it's loud, man. But my boy Trees, he do a great job with this stuff, man. He really do. Scoot Henderson really doing big things. As soon as he get a chance, he he on the, he on pace to be the number one overall draft pick when he eligible though. How Trees was talking about, man. That's big things, man. So we come back from our our break. We're gonna have our finals on the show. We're gonna do an all tournament team and his tournament preview over there at Pace and over there at Marietta High School. A lot of talent, man. A lot of teams in one little area. All the goodies. This is Kayla Banks, and you are listening to License to Ball. This is Trent Markwith with Relentless Hoops, and you're listening to License to Ball. This goes Washington, head coach at Pell Brook High School. You are listening to License to Ball. You're tuned into the hottest prep basketball podcast, License to Ball, where certified ballers play. Leave us a rating and review. Don't touch that dial, dial, dial. <laughs> Who am I kidding? This is the internet keep rocking with license to ball. And now back with your host, Hip Hop. Yep. We got a finals coming in now. Went back and forth. This is all time. I'm going to be going back and forth with this. I know he's he going to have his stuff he like and I'll have my stuff out he like. And see how close this, this list is. Going to bring him in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. In this corner, Robert Afonso Jr. from Baseline to Sideline.com, covering gridiron to the hardwood, current world heavyweight champion. Welcome to the show, man. We got a jam packed show. Covering a lot of stuff. Going to do the, not recap, but the Hawks, Nate Smith, top players, all-tournament team. I'm going to do that event over there at Pace. And we got an event over at Marietta. We got a lot of stuff going on. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm well, man. How are you? Man, just burning both ends of the candle. Hey, you know, that's... It's that time of year, and not only celebrating family stuff and the holidays, but being in these gyms, man, be talking basketball and covering the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got so much to cover. Let's get right into it. You, you want me to go first on my all-tournament team from the Hawks Naismith Holiday Classic? Absolutely, absolutely. I don't know if I'm gonna kill his name, but we, nah, we start with, with my point first. My point: we got Stefan Castle. Newton mm-hmm. County, point guard going to UConn. That'd be my one on the all-tournament team. Okay, okay. And actually, look, I, look, we could go back and forth with that. I like it because he's actually one of the guys that I had on my squad as, 
as well. So he's definitely my PG that I'm willing to lead with. It's a great mind snake alike. And then absolutely, and his and his backcourt, he got his teammate. Was it was it Castle? No, Stephon Castle is is the I one. I mean, not Stephon Castle. No, I'm, I'm looking it's, at my notes, getting confused. Here. Right, Newton, Newton. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Newton, the Indiana commit. Indiana yes, the, yes, he's they. He is fantastic. He is certainly again another one who I've said. You know what? He really is going to be good. I like him a lot. Yeah, very explosive guard. I can't figure out who you remind me of yet. I ain't got a comp on him yet. Who who he remind me of? I ain't got a comp on that kid yet. I gotta see him play more. But he really, a boy, really explosive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He gonna do yes. wonders. And Big Ten, you only don't get guards like that. They usually get a real good, polished, skilled guard that is not as athletic. They're not used to getting guards like that in the Big Ten. Even Big Ten doing wonderful things this year. Well, absolutely. I mean, they normally guards like him go somewhere else to play, even the SEC, ACC. But I I love the fact that the young man took the vision and and said, hey, I want to go ahead and do something else. You got a coach, you got an NBA coach. So he has ties with the NBA, ties with scouts. He know what he's looking at. So I think it's a no brainer, really going. Why not? Really? Of course. Of course. Then this one right here might be a little bit out of left field. A lot of people probably have him. If we had two teams, he'd probably be on the second team or something. But I only got time for one. So that's going to be Caleb Wilson out of Holy Anderson's. 6'7", 6'8", wing. Kind of mind me of Baby Yon. Right now, his nickname right now, Baby Giannis. How he played the floor right now. He reminds his game like a Baby Giannis type. Again, don't disagree on that kid. He's probably, not probably, he is certainly one of the top four freshmen in the state of Georgia who is, the versatility is impeccable. And his growth is only going to continue happening with Coach Mario Mays leading the helm over there, really putting in some work with the young fella. Yep. How tall he is, not how young he is, it's easy to say he's going to be seven feet. It's easy to say that he ain't got too much farther to go. He said, "True, but but the thing that I think people are not paying attention to that don't really, if they they're just looking at him and probably say, oh, he should be doing this, he should be doing that, he's six eight, should be dunking with no problem, but and the, all those things are going to come. But the thing that I love, 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 love about him is his unselfishness. That young man had eleven assists the other day, mm-hmm. you know, in in, in the." Um, Naismith. So it's like that right there shows you the level of versatility. He nearly produced a triple double. He had eight, 11, and 11. And those things don't happen by mistake. Nope. If he was a little bit more aggressive on the offensive end, I told him I think they would have won by 15 and he would have got his triple double. Yeah. But I also look at it like this he is a freshman. <laughs> yeah, I know you be judging and you like pressing and pressing, and then you say all these things, and then every basketball game I ever played in, and they kept stats. 
it's so hard to get a triple-double. And the best way to get a triple-double, unless you're a great player like Westbrook, you don't even think about it. I think the closest I got ever was like 17 points, 13 rebounds, like six assists. And I ain't, I looked at the stats like weeks later and like, damn, I was close to a triple-double. And right, it's hard, right. man. It, I mean, it, you know how good you got to be to even get close to that? Mm-hmm. You got to be real good, man. And points is the easiest thing to do, and that's his lowest number. Right, exactly. So I'm going to look forward to watching him play for the next three years, getting down and busy. I can see him going to the G League, not even going to college three years from now. I can see a player like him going there. I mean, I, I, I love that vision, but I'm not even trying to look that far ahead. I'm just trying to have him get to his sophomore year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I want to hang around for a while. Yeah, most yeah, definitely. Exactly. I want him blow past his senior year like Mr. Henderson yep. did. So then we're going to go yep. to my power forward. I got R, R.J. Garfrey, North Gwinnett, going to Clemson. He's the Absolutely. most polished player I've seen this year. Not the highest ceiling, but the most polished player playing – me to me, kind of on the bad team. They don't have a lot of talent on that team. It's him and one other guy. That'd be my power forward for this all tournament team. Um, I I would agree just because you know in terms of position, he uh he does he does a lot of a lot of good things. Um, to call to call his team not as good, it's. The, the beauty of that I like about watching North Gwinnett is that they stay the course on who they are. Because while everyone knows Godfrey, that team hangs its hat on being disciplined and having a defensive mindset. And I, I definitely will say they may not be the most um, recognizable object coming through the gym, but when you get done playing them, you'll realize good and well, they're definitely a team you don't want to be bothered with in terms of, oh, man, they're coming and we're going to have to play our tails off. Yeah, that's you look at the schedule, that's the team you don't want to play. That's not a gimme game. You're no. We're going to play no. hard. And one thing I like about RJ, that boy handles the ball. Handles the ball with yep. ease at his size. Yes, he does. He scored, He handles it and at one point. You know, and I don't know how Clemson intends on using him, but at one point he, uh, people were talking about him being a floor general. So at the next level, so it just all depends on how people want to use him. I can see at the half court level, it's going to be a matchup problem because whoever guarding him not going to be used to somebody handle the ball that fluently and see the floor and able to get their own shot at the same time. Right. 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 Now, this is the name I'm saying that I hope I don't screw, it, screw up was Gal Cho out of what, yes. Green Forest. I get his name right? Big, yep. Gal Cho, he's a big kid from Green Forest. I like that kid. It's, no, he's seven feet. Excuse me. I don't want to mm-hmm. disrespect him. <laughs> he's, a full, he's a full seven feet who is is honestly a, a young man who I, look, I love watching play. And every time I've watched him play, he's improved some, you know. And a lot of you know, when people look at him, they'll they'll just say like, "Oh, he should be dominating." But no, what I love about him is he still is going to play within the concept of the team, 
and find a way to make it successful. And they're, they're doing a great job with him over there at Green Forest. I think they're looking at him wrong. I think he's playing exactly how they think he should play. He's not doing the plays they want him to do. I think he plays right. within himself. He don't of play with outside his means. Look, his best his best game is at the collegiate level. Yep. And usually with the African kids, when they come over here, they lead with their size and athleticism and trying to catch up and figure out the game. That kid already understands the game already, how to play the game. He just got to develop and get better, but he understands how to play. He has a decent feel for it, for sure. Because mm-hmm. you usually don't see big man get a feeler for the game that early in life. Right, right, right. All right. You ready for yours? Um. Yeah, absolutely. I'm. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. Your first two are, are locks for me. You know, the first two guys. Matter of fact, the first three guys you mentioned are locks for me, and, and I like it because, um, giving a little credence to the development. I mean, Castle is one of the nation's best guards. Certainly, one of the state's best guards. Same thing with Newton. He's He's a he's a bully from all aspects of the game and and if I'm gonna have a backcourt, I'm they're probably gonna be my backcourt in terms of just being physically finesse. You know, their physical finesse, which is it sounds like an oxymoron, but it's if you watch them play, that's what it is. Because they can pound you, pound you, pound you in any way possible if you wanna get physical with them. But they also know how to play within the means and, and control and athleticism and you know they, they're a great one-two punch and I just love watching the way they handle things um, on the court together. Caleb Wilson is literally we're watching the development of a young man and I'm talking about going back to the days of the Jalen Browns All right, when Jalen Brown was a young fella he has that similar it that Jalen Brown has. Yeah, he's special. Or had. Yeah, he's he's special that when you look at him, you go, he's got a different makeup. When you when you look at him, he's he yes, he's in the face. He's a freshman. His body frame screams freshman. Everything screams freshman. But when he steps on the court, he just plays. He just plays. And I love the fact that he's a he's a young man that is allowing the game to come to him. He's surrounded by great people. His parents I've had an opportunity to meet. They are excellent human beings. And to know that he's getting that kind of mentorship under Coach Mays allows me to see. It makes me excited to see where the future is headed with him. You know, um, one of the guys that I think in, that took place that I like from uh, Hawks Naismith that again people I'm gonna just add one person in there is Malachi Ewan you know what I mean like I know he's I know you had RJ Godfrey which I, I love RJ he plays hard but I like Malachi for this reason when Malachi decides to play Malachi is probably one of the hardest kids to guard in the state of Georgia he's the big kid from Burkmar who is the the anchor. He's an old Miss commit. And Old Miss is getting themselves a guy who I still think his 
best basketball once he decides to play it is in front of him. You know, and while the ceiling may be, he may be catching up to the ceiling, I still feel and believe that he can he can do some good things. As well as, now, Guy Choi, who you mentioned, man, when I saw him two years ago, I was like, who is this kid? And I watched him and I was like, whew, he's got a chance to be good. But I knew he was raw like, like dry vegetables. But mm-hmm. the fact that, but the fact that he continues to develop and be, continues to become who he is, Green Force has got themselves one who who will one day um, test the waters and head to the NBA. Yep, they keep that pipeline going with the African connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a pretty accurate. All tournament team, we just had one one man difference. Mm-hmm. Look, I, we could both take we could both take those teams and put that ten somewhere, and I think we'll do pretty good. Oh yeah, It'd be playing in the what Geico National Championship, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, when we come back from break, we're gonna break down that Lemon Street Classic. Some teams to watch and players to watch. Absolutely, looking forward. It's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. Looking forward to coming back and telling everyone about it. This is Keller Banks, and you are listening to License to Ball. This is Trent Markwith with Relentless Hoops, and you're listening to License to Ball. This goes Washington head coach at Pelbrook High School. You are listening to License to Ball. You're tuned into the hottest prep basketball podcast, License to Ball, where certified ballers play. Leave us a rating and review. Don't touch that dial, dial, dial. (laughs) Who am I kidding? This is the internet. Keep rocking with license to ball. And now back with your host, Hip Hop. This is Keller Banks and you are. All right, welcome back. I'm going to get into that Lemon Street Classic over there at Marietta High School. Break down some teams to watch and players to see. Well, first, first thing first, man. I, I want to make sure that everybody that gets a chance to hear this. I don't care if you're down the street or across the globe. Lemon Street Classic is has an app that you can download and follow. Even some of the live streams on there, SUV TV will be live streaming it, and being able to keep up with some of the players, as well as the schedule you'll be able to see on there. So I hope that people take their, take a moment and watch, watch the lemon street classic on, on the app or if they're able to download it, if they're not able to get out to us. Technology, technology, man. Technology is a beautiful thing. You watch some of these Georgia games with SUTV doing. You watch some of these Georgia games easier than you can and watch some of these um, mid-major schools on online. <laughs> look, look, Marcus Burnett and, and his crew do a great job mm-hmm. in, in providing a space for many basketball fans to see, many basketball fans to be able to to do to do their thing and, and provide a platform for exposure um, regarding 
many of many of those of us who are who love the game. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, I know. While I'm at work, I watch some of the games. Get caught up on get because you can't watch every single game. You can't be everywhere. So I watch some of the games at work on the on the website. And the quality is exceptional. Uh huh. Yeah, it is. It really is. Just on the quality of the picture and how they shoot is, came a long way from when he first started. Came a long way. Mm-hmm. They do a good job. They do a good job. So this Lemon Street Classic, what's a must team to watch? Well, to to almost make a segue from the Naismith to to now on on one of your guys, RJ Godfrey's gonna be on the floor on Saturday night and he they'll be playing Cedar Shoals at 8 p.m. and Cedar Shoals has a guard named Kasik Brown who is a senior and he is a relentless relentless floor general and he's not a name people know really around the state unless you've been paying attention but he's a he's a kid who who definitely will be leading Cedar Shoals um, then you have Meadow Creek, which they're coached by Coach Terry Smith, who is an excellent, excellent coach and, and, and puts in plenty of work. But they have a kid by the name of Keyshawn. Keyshawn is a junior, junior who definitely, Keyshawn Hamilton, who definitely had an, as an, has had a good year thus far. I mean, he, I'm it's almost saying it right here because I'm, I'm going off the top of my head with with his name, but he's had a great year for, for Meadow Creek where they've been able to, to utilize him. And he's a, he's a 2023 guard who shoots the ball well, who handles the ball well. Um, Want to put him in, in scoring opportunities so definitely a kid to keep an eye on. And they'll actually be playing Lemon Street, which Lemon Street has a kid by the name of Isaiah Nelson who has committed and signed to play at Arkansas State. He's 6'9". And you'll, you'll have, you'll have um, that matchup because they also have Eduardo, Eduardo um, with... Eduardo, uh, Eduardo name at Meadow Creek, who's uh, um, Hendricks, who's a big time athlete, who's strong as all get up, and he's gonna, he's gonna give. I'm gonna just say he's gonna give Lemon Street, which is what the team from Marietta will be called. Mm-hmm. Shit, he's he's inside and knows how to. Keyshawn Hampton is the guard from from Meadow Creek. But Eduardo Hendricks will will definitely give give um, Meadow Creek a chance to to dominate inside. Um, then we have Tri Cities, Tri Cities, and and actually this schedule might have changed a little bit because of the rising numbers. Um, we had a team that unfortunately had to step away, as they say, and they won't be uh, they won't be attending this year's event but 
Tri Cities, man, they they gonna come. Coach Fort Omar Forte, he does a great job. Sure does. And in, in preparing his team, that he's gonna make sure that they're gonna his team is gonna compete. His team is gonna push. Um, those are those are just some of the games that will stand out. You also have Collins Hill plays one of the later games as well. That team is coming off of a state championship for football. But the beauty about it is while that team has played this year, they're getting three of their football players are going to be joining them this this weekend for the first time. And those guys are going to provide the intensity because they, they were guys who were once just committed to basketball and having a Ethan Davis, for example, happen to take up football this year again, and he's actually committed and signed to go to University of Tennessee Mm-mm-mm. play football. Yeah, a good yeah, a good signing day. Yeah, so 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 that tells you right there and then the kind of athletes that they have going on. So those are just a small amount of games that I promise you, if you're a fan of the game, you get a chance to come out to see the game. You will be treated to wonderful basketball as the holiday basketball season continues and we start preparing for the holidays and Christmas and everything else coming down the pipeline. Sounds good. So many players I had no idea we, who you were talking about, but I look forward to watching. Especially you got me intrigued on the Cedar Grove game, the Phil General, Floor General. I want to check that guy out. Senior oh, he's, guard. Mm-hmm. Yes. Look, he Kasik Brown is is one of the feistiest little left-handed guards I've seen in a long time. Another team I'm intrigued about. They, they usually hang around. They have some players on their team as well. I want to check and see. I think they like seven and four, six. I can't remember their record, but Norcar Christian. They usually have one or two players on there. Got a little bit of game to them. Overall, that team would be tough, but they usually got one or two players carry that team. You know what? Out of all the teams on there, that's probably on the list. I could probably name you, aside from the teams from out of state, mm-hmm. they're probably one of the teams I haven't seen. And I'm actually looking forward to seeing them because they're they're gonna be they're gonna be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Actually, if I see I mean the one thing I look when I look at this schedule, and I look at this schedule for the entire time that starts at eleven o'clock on the 18th. There's some quality coaches up and down, up and down the schedule. You know, these, these are, these are coaches who are, are good at their craft. They're, they've been around the game for a while and they're excellent in what they do. So I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing different styles of play, different styles of, of activity that players will, will have. So I'm really looking forward to that. You're most done. Is Mata still over there in North Carolina, Christian? I, you know what? That's a great question. I again, I haven't haven't seen them, nor do I know who's over. There. Mm-hmm. Now we'll switch over into the the pace. Well, I, I'm not sure what that's called. The pace it's, terminal. Um, yeah, I'll give you. I'll tell you the name to that right now. It is the oh play for a change. That's what it is. Yeah, play, play for a change. change. Yeah, 
play for a championship. And that's a schedule that's going to be fun. That's a loaded schedule as well. Mm-hmm. Some of these games, they don't have a lot. They have less games, but it's jam. I mean, it's, it's really jam-packed with the, the teams playing. You get to see so many teams over again. You get, which is good at the same time. You get to see these players playing, get a better evaluation of these players. Because then I get to see Kale. I really want to see Kale play again because I want to. I want to see that combo guard play. Really keep well, not only, not, not only just the combo guard to play, but when Kel plays in that um, play for change, they are going to play Green Forest. We just mm-hmm. talked about it. Yep. I had Choi and Peyton Marshall, who was one of my um, honorable mentions mm-hmm. of my team, make one from the Naismith. Those two guys going at it is going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Uh-huh. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, those, those guys right there going at it. And any program looking for some bigs, those, those two guys are going to give you um, the bigs you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No matter how much the game changed, they try to change the game, you're still going to need a big man. <laughs> There's no way getting around it. At, at one point or another, you're going to need. Somebody has to do that dirty work. Yep. Somebody got to do dirty work. Somebody got to get the get the ball inside. But this something just popped in my head about that. Dennis Rodman would be so rich right now if he played now. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he, he knows role. He his rebounds might be out insane too with the sh- more shooting. Mm-hmm. And he'll mm-hmm. dominate. The, he's. He's the first player I ever seen in my life that dominate the game without the basketball. And I used to yep. record the games and watch them. I watched them so much that the tapes that they stopped working good. You couldn't even watch them no more. I just watch them over again. I just still like, man, it's amazing what this guy was doing. Was like, and I wish I would have seen the guy playing in person at least one time. But I was unable to do that. But I did see Jordan play like six times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would have gave some of those up. I would have gave one of Jordan game up for Kobe because I never watched Kobe play. And I would have gave another game up for Dennis Rodman. It's still not too late for LeBron. But right, I need to go ahead right, and see right. LeBron real quick. Yeah, so. And another game. This now, game what you going to say now? No, no, no. It was the games that, you know, and, and we talked about a freshman in Caleb. Caleb Wilson, but Bryson Tiller over at Pace is by far the, in my opinion, the top freshman in the state. And he's he's definitely he's going to be worth the price of admission going to see over at Pace Academy. Yeah, like, everybody know I'm just getting back into it. So I watched him, and I didn't look and see what his name was. I like this game. I see this is a nice little junior or senior. Watching him play, like he's gonna be all right. And I talk to you, you tell me that dude was a freshman. I said, Oh, I got a different evaluation. Of this kid, I really like this kid now. Oh, yeah. When you, you know, your, your, your eyes, your eyes tend, you know, your eyes weren't lying to you because his body's built that way. But what your eyes didn't tell you, which is when, like you said, when we spoke, is that no, nah, this young fella got time in front of him. Mm hmm. Oh, he, he's gonna be a. 
He's going to be a monster. The, the dude's going to be a monster. Mm-hmm. It's somebody game he remind me of back in the day he used to play. That's going to come to me. It's going to come. Uh, yeah. One of these days, it's going to come. I'm looking forward to seeing his development under Coach Sherman White, who's always manages to keep a quality kid like that in his program. Oh, yeah. He, he does he does wonders. I mean, his coaching, it seemed like it's a sign of this would this this was a sign of a good coach. When you don't look like they're coaching, but the kid's performing. Mm-hmm. And they don't do a bunch of yelling and screaming. He's kinda in that same Gonzo Martin like coaching classification. Cause No, I, I can understand that. I can understand that. And actually, he, you know, he's he's definitely, they just got back from the West Coast. And his team did well out there. I mean, and, and you talk about a team that people are like, oh, you know, they're not, they're not as loaded, but they actually are. You know, they got <laughs> yeah. Bill Green. They got Josh Reed, who who's headed to Cincinnati. They got the Bryson Tiller kid. Um, you know, they got the Chatfield kid. I remember Eric Chatfield from Norcross. They got his little brother. Mm-hmm. Andre Chatfield from North Carolina, they got his little brother over there, Eric. So it's uh it's definitely a, a fun a fun group of kids to watch and play. Yeah, another team that I, another team that I think people don't don't realize how good they are is Mount Vernon. <clears throat> Mount Vernon has Dennis Scott's kid there. Um basically DS three. And then you got Keith Williams who's just returning back from from injury and they're they're a young group who got some size who who have some some guards some experience and they're going to be playing Eagles Landing which is a state champion plus they got David Thomas who's a, one of the top twenty twenty three guards in the state and it's it, it's a fun film event like you said it's only got a small amount of games but the games are going to be impactful sometimes you know how they say quality over quantity and this is a quality schedule for sure. Yep. Uh huh. I wish I could duplicate myself and clone myself about five or six times. Yes, nice. absolutely. Yeah, it would be it would be great to say the least. Mm-hmm. Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, out of all this going on, Pepperbrook got a big game on Saturday. Yes. Yes, but they're they're actually out in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're in Vegas, so. And they, they're going to be loaded there as well. I mean, they're going to be, they, they've been provided some, um, an opportunity to go out to Vegas and they're going to do well. They all, they always have managed to represent Georgia wherever they go. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can smell a championship coming soon. I think Newton is too strong this year. I don't see nobody beating him this year, but I can see Coach Washington is right on the right track. He right around the corner. I think he can smell that championship. They're definitely definitely going to have an opportunity to um, achieve achieve that that pinnacle, that milestone at the top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most definitely. So, once again, it's been fun. Talk basketball all day long. It's like I'm not even doing a show. I'm just on the phone or sitting down at the bar talking about games. Hey, that's, that's what it's supposed to be like. And I just want to say, man, I appreciate you and I appreciate all those who download and listen and follow what we're doing because 
we're going to give you basketball the raw and uncut way. Yep. That's why it's licensed the ball. I remember we had a trainer Mark with on the show and he just mm-hmm. started rambling. I said, he said, man, after he started going to, he did, I guess he's reading his notes or going off memory or both. When it's a Turkey classic over there at Brandon Hall event. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, this is what this podcast for. I said, anybody couldn't handle the information you, you given this podcast, not for now. <laughs> right. Right. For gym right. Rats. No question. No question. No question. All right, brother. I'll see you this weekend. Absolutely, man. Very soon. Yes. We got good chemistry. You you can tell by how both of us carry on with that. Yeah, very good chemistry. I'm doing that. All right, I can talk to him about basketball all day long. And you, as you can see, our all-terminate team, we only had one player we disagreed with, and they actually played the same position. He had a kid out of Burkmark, and I had the kid out of North, North Gwinnett. And you can find this podcast anywhere you can find podcasts. Please like and subscribe. We appreciate your comments. Got more stuff coming on. We got more guests coming on, new people. We're going to have some more interviews. We're going to have Coach White at Pace Academy on next week. Looking forward to that. Been wanting to do something with him for years. We actually was going to do a, when he's at Miller Grove, we actually was going to do a Coach White show, Sherman White show, weekly about his team. He was down with it. He was calling me and calling me like, hey, they want to do it because they had, they had the studio all set up. We was going to do it in the studio and all that stuff. Man, I like looking forward to doing that, man. But my dad got sick, got real sick, and he ended up passing away. So they kind of, I think she got mad at me, one of the video director at the school at Miller Grove. And I had to tell Coach White, man, it's not even a good time. My, my, my mind ain't even on that right now. I'm just trying to soldier through this because I know I'm going to lose my dad sooner than later. And my mind ain't even there trying to do that show. It'd be different. I was already into the show and we was doing and recording. But gathering up and starting from scratch and doing a coaching show with him. Man, I just just couldn't get together. Man, that's one thing, one regret I got since I've been doing Jim Ryan Insider. And the other regret I got is Coach Big Doug Lipston. Retired coach at Wheeler. He's going to do a show with me here last two years, but I didn't follow up with it. That's when I was getting a little bit burned out. Oh, no. We'll see if I have him on the show, get his take. He got a daughter balling out at Wheeler now. She's a sophomore, but I do believe. Balling out over there. Keeping it going. And rest in peace to his, his wife that passed away. So just him and his daughter right now, soldiering up. We got more coming. Till next time. Peace.